0: This episode of Life's a Garden is brought to you by ImproVision. It's great to be able to know how to improvise. Because things don't always go your way. You've got to be able to adapt. Be a little flexible. Make things work for you. Because in life, you've got to play the hand you're dealt. And if you don't like the cards you're looking at, you can either fold or draw some more cards. And that's exactly what we're doing today. Let's get into it. It's time to grab those shovels, guys. Because it's episode 39 of Life's the Garden. Welcome back to Life's the Garden. Um, hope you guys are all having a great week. And uh, today we are flying by the seat of our pants. So here's the deal. I was going to have a guest on this week. That was the plan. And I had originally had somebody in mind to be on the show. They never got back to me. And then I asked somebody else to be on the show. And they were unavailable. And then I had this one cat who has been asking me for a while to be on the show, and I was like, you know what, let me, let me get him on, because he's been asking for a while to be on, I think he's the only person who's ever actually asked to be on the show, I was like, let me get him on, he's been waiting to get on, I've been meeting, meaning to get him on, so I asked him, and he was down to do it, and then last minute he was unable to come, so yesterday I said, fuck it, we're just going to do a solo episode, and I was not prepared for this. So, I jotted down a few notes, but for the most part, we're flying by the seat of our pants, babies. So, we're going to make this work, and it's going to be a great episode, alright? So, the sun is bright, and this power's bitching, am I right? And, for real though, the sun is out. Great weather we've been having lately. And, I've talked about it before, I'm definitely more of a cold weather person. But, one thing I will say about the warm weather... Always puts me in a better mood. I freaking, you know, you know what I mean. Like you're out there, you're smelling that fresh air and like just something about the sun and the warmth and not too hot. Like I, I can't stand too hot, too hot. And I'm irritable, but that nice 70 degree weather, mm, you can't beat it, man. It just makes you feel so much better. And it's been great weather lately. So I've been happy for that. What else is going on this week? we got great fights tonight. This will be coming out on Monday, so by the time this comes out, the fights will be over. But uh, the fights are, are going on tonight here in just a few hours, man. A stacked UFC card. One of the biggest cards I think I've ever seen. Three title fights. And I'm betting the parlay tonight. I'm going to put 40 bucks down on a parlay. I'm taking Aldermaine Sterling. I'm taking Amanda Nunez, and I'm taking Israel Adesanya. So by Monday, when this pops out, we're gonna find out if I made some money. But that's who I got. That's Brendan Schaub's parlay as well. And I had those guys picked in my head before he even said that. So when he said it, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's let's place the bet. And uh, that confirmed it. So I will be heading down. I'm gonna place my bet, and then I'm gonna go watch the fights. Uh, fucking hooligans isn't showing the fights. Now, normally they, they used to show the fights every pay-per-view. And then of course the pandemic happened and they couldn't afford to keep showing the fights, which is understandable. I get it. Rio Sabinas was showing the fights the whole time. I don't know how they were able to do that, but it's great. So there's a place we have options there. Uh, there's a couple other places showing the fights tonight, I think, but here's what got me irritated. I went to hooligans and I asked them, I was like, well, actually, okay. The last pay-per-view I had asked them if they were showing the fights and they said yes. And then me and Aaron, my cousin, Aaron showed up down there and they weren't showing the fights. So I was like, well, what the fuck? I just called you and you said that you were, you were going to show them and then they didn't. But they had, the, like, they had the prelims on. So we ended up going to Rio Sabinas watching the last fights. But I've confirmed places that are showing the fights tonight. So we got we got options. But Hooligans isn't showing it. And I asked them. I was like, well... I, I just asked them this time. I was like, are you guys showing the fights this week? And they're like... Oh, well, um, I, I don't think we are. Because it, it just costs a lot of money. I'm like, okay, I understand. But then she said... "Uh, Yeah, I think we're just going to show the fights that... You know are gonna sell big I'm like There's no bigger card than this Than this fight card Even the casual fan Will watch this fight There's three title fights There's three titles Who's not gonna watch that You know what I mean I mean so in other words They're not gonna Hooligans isn't showing the fights Unless Conor McGregor's fighting Cause he's the only like Mega star in the UFC right now and I was like, I just was pissed off by that. Because I'm like, dude, this is a huge card. The prelims are great. So I'm excited for these fights. I guarantee, you know, no matter the outcome, we're going to see some amazing fights tonight. Piotr Jan's a great, Piotr Jan and Aldermain Sterling's a great matchup. Uh, Freaking is Ades- going up to uh, fight for the light heavyweight title to be the fourth person to be a double title holder. Fifth. He'd be the fifth, because you got Conor McGregor, Amanda Nunez, Henry Sudo, and and uh, Daniel Cormier. Those are the four guys that have have uh, had double championships. So Adesanya would be the fifth to do it, which is pretty impressive. That'll be it's gonna be good fights, man. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited for for uh, for the fights. And then we got uh, tomorrow. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be yesterday. Uh, the NBA All Star Game. Which will be fun. Uh, my boy Nikola Jokic is he's got the um he's a starter this year. So on Team LeBron, I'll probably go down and check those out. Just something to watch, you know. We got the dunk contest and three point contest, all that fun stuff, plus the game itself, which is never you know, it's just fun. It's not like competitive, it's just for fun. So that'll that'll be fun to watch anyway. And then What else we've been, what else we got going on this week? What else has been, been happening? Um, I tried to put out an ad on YouTube for the podcast because I'm like, you know, I've been trying to figure out how to do it and I only just recently figured out how I can, I know how you can place an ad on Facebook. But I don't have a Facebook page for this. And you can't do it like on your personal page. It has to be like a business page on Facebook. So for the band, with Facebook, we can place ads no problem. So I, w- I figured out how to do it on YouTube where I could, I could either... Uh, I, I'm gonna ha- so I, I was going to do the video. I was going to do last week's video. I was going to promote it, put some money down. So it would show up as an advertisement, like a click to watch type thing. And they rejected my ad. Now, first thing they said, like, I tried to type it out with all caps. Because I was like, okay, like, this will grab somebody's attention if it, they see it in all caps. That makes sense. It's marketing. And they said, oh, you can't do that. Like, uh, that goes against our policy to have all caps. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then the, originally, so then I submitted it. And, and the, the title of it was Check Out Life's a Garden Podcast. That's it. And I put an exclamation mark at the end. Well, they, f- they told me... They rejected my ad because I had that exclamation mark at the end. And the reasoning behind that was, it's too aggressive. Like I'm yelling at like it says this may contain shocking the, this indicates that it could ma it could contain shocking or aggressive material and I'm like exclamation mark doesn't always mean aggressive it could mean excited too so I'm like these pussies at fucking Google and and <laughs> YouTube. Are literally just like, oh my gosh, we can't handle the exclamation mark. It's too much. You're, too, you're being too aggressive. Calm down, Dakota. Calm down. Put a nice title and make it less aggressive. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'll take off the fucking exclamation mark. So I just took off the exclamation mark, resubmitted my ad. And they rejected me again. This time. It, this is what's so dumb. It's like, why didn't you just reject me for this reason instead of the other bullshit? Make me jump through hoops. And so the reasoning they rejected me was because the content. They said the content was went against guidelines or whatever. The content was too vulgar or whatnot. And obviously I don't filter my language on here. And it said like could include you know it gave me a whole list of things it could be and like everything i saw on there i was like okay it could be that it could be that because that's the ep- last episode if you didn't listen to it is the one where i'm talking about you know the n-word which i didn't say anything bad i wasn't saying anything controversial i said it was a bad word so let's not say that that's all i you know I wasn't nothing controversial and i talked about Texas, I was like very disparaging I think that's one word they said They said could include disparaging Remarks on a group of people Or something like that And I certainly was disparaging Against the people of Texas And the people of Walmart So I guess that's not gonna happen Because I pretty much shit on people Every week on this podcast I'm thinking I'm just gonna have to Promote the page rather than the actual videos. So we'll try again and try it. I'm just trying to get more views, get more subs, shit like that. So if you can, I'm gonna ask again if you could please share this video. Just let's get some more subscribers. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. It, it always helps just to have those numbers up. And especially, here's the thing the reason I honestly want more subs is cuz I got big guests in in mind for, you know, coming up maybe in the summer. I've got some big name guests and I want them I know they're not going to come on if this thing isn't, you know, popping off. If 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 we look like we have just like a handful of subs, why why are, am I, you know, why can I get these big guests if if or why are they going to come on my show if it doesn't look like, you know, I have anything to offer them. They need they need something to reach or or an audience that's gonna listen. So that's why I want those subs up so I could be able to get these bigger guests on. So if you could help me out with that, I'd appreciate it. I am gonna put out the ad still. Try to at least if if Google will let me But yeah that happened earlier this week. I thought that was funny though, it was like The exclamation mark is too aggressive. Oh I my apologies for yelling which I wasn't um let's see what else went down I finished uh, WandaVision watched the last episode of WandaVision fucking incredible it was it was a great great series um if you haven't checked it out go check it out I enjoyed I enjoyed it all the way through you know obviously I like I said before I had issues in the beginning but you know it's all worth it in the end cuz they just had the the series finale it was great. I enjoyed it very very much. And um yeah. I also uh um subscribed to HBO Max, which is honestly probably my favorite streaming service I've ever subscribed to. I I really wasn't going to add any more streaming services because I have I mean I already have Hulu, Netflix, Frickin' uh, Disney Plus. Well, I got the Hulu Disney Plus and uh, uh, ESPN Plus package. So I, I pay for all that in one. But I also have a Funimation one, which I never use. I'm probably going to cut that. And I wasn't going to add anymore. I was like, you know what? I I have enough. But I saw some of the content that was available on the HBO one. And I started thinking, you know, it's going to have Game of Thrones. It's going to have The Sopranos. Frickin' Boardwalk Empire, which is one of my favorite shows deadwood it's gonna have all these awesome hbo originals plus a ton of movies so i said fuck it let's get it they had like a a nice bundle or it was like a, a six month deal where you could save some money so i went with that and man worth it the movie list they have dude bonkers it's bonkers like so many good movies and I've been watching it nonstop. They've got like a Cartoon Network package. They've got uh, Adult Swim package with like everything from Adult Swim. I was watching some Metalocalypse. They also got uh, yeah, like I said, the Cartoon Pack, the Cartoon Network package, which is what I've been really binging on, honestly. Because if you don't know by now, I'm a huge fan of cartoons. I love nostalgia. I love watching things I used to watch when I was a kid. And Cartoon Network was my jam, man, like, I I liked some Nickelodeon stuff, I wasn't really into the Disney stuff, I I liked some Nickelodeon, but I was, for me, I was a Cartoon Network kid, frickin' Ed Ed Nettie, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, Courage Cowardly Dog, Powerpuff Girls, all that, those are my jam, that's what I got into. And I know they didn't have Johnny Bravo on there, but they do have all the other ones. They had everything else I just said, and I've been just binging. Oh, and they had like Billy and Mandy on there. They've got like it, freaking, uh, flapjack, and all code name kids door, all the good stuff. Okay, and I've been binging Ed Ed Nettie like crazy. That was that's always been my. I've always said that was my go to show as a kid was, was, uh, at Ed and Eddie. And it's so funny to me that I still to this day laugh at all the things I laughed at when I was a kid. Like, I still think they're funny today. So that's what makes it such a great show is like, you can enjoy it as a kid and as an adult. And, it, and that show honestly inspired me to do so many, like, things that they did. I just watched the episode a, a couple days ago where, where they build a city. You know, they uh, they build, like, a, t- a town out of cardboard. I would do shit like that. I would, like, turn my whole house into, like, a mall or, so- or like, a store. Like, this is the, se- you know, we used to have play food. It's like, this is the grocery section. And I'd get a bunch of shoes. This is the shoe store. Like, that show inspired me to do so many things like that and be very creative. Uh, and just, and some of the things they do made me want to do that. And I, I tried to emulate a lot of the stuff they did. And it was, it's just a, a funny show and it's creative. It's funny how, like, the protagonists of the show are kind of like the ones you're supposed to not like. Like, Eddie. I mean, Double. You know, Double D and Ed are like kind of just his cronies. They're they're the ones that kind of like they're good, but they're always getting in trouble because of Eddie. And it's easy to hate Eddie because he's like greedy and like kind of just a dick. But he's the main character. You know, he's one of the main characters. So I think it's funny that they would do that. Kind of like Johnny Bravo too. You know, Johnny Bravo is kind of an arrogant, you know, womanizer, really. And then he. He uh But he's the protagonist. It's just kind of funny. And he's like kind of a bully to I don't know. It's funny how old cartoons were like that. And like Tom and Jerry, you know, Tom's kind of a bad guy, but he's But at the same time, Jerry beats up Tom too. So it's like these are the guys you're you're pulling for, these are the protagonists. I don't know. It's just funny to me. Um And yeah, cartoons, man. Cartoons are my jam. Also with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Frickin' when I was a kid, I remember having like a cartoon crush on Naz and Marie Kanker. Was it Marie? No, no, not not Marie. The blue haired one. The blue haired sister. uh, Like the the bad, like the, the jerk girls. Yeah, she was hot. She had that emo. That emo look. (laughs) <laughs> but and and uh, they're both like tomboy girls honestly so it's like i guess i had a tomboy thing but those are some hot cartoons man <laughs> speaking of hot cartoons y'all see what they did to my girl lola bunny man they really dumbed her down she used to be cheeked out she used to have them fucking ah, it's a it's a hot cartoon baby hot cartoon bunny everyone's talking about it everyone's talking about how they uh they took away lola's curves which of course like in today's world you know they're fucking they're taking off they're they're now they're taking uh mr potato head's cock from him and they're taking uh the dr seuss books away and we're just it's getting crazy okay it's getting crazy we're taking all we're I mean, honest, I, as far as I know, I don't think they actually are getting rid of the Mr. Potato Head. I think that was all just a big gimmick so that people will buy that fucking dumb toy. Who the... Who, how is Mr. Potato Head even still relevant? And that's it. I bet you the sales of the Mr. Potato Heads were just plummeting. And they were like, well, we gotta do something to... to uh, God. One second. How long has that been on there? Ugh. Hate that. I thought I had it up long enough to make sure that didn't happen. Anyway, yeah, who's buying Mr. Potato Heads? You know, like I bet the I bet the the their numbers were just dropping, and they were like, "Well, we gotta do something to to make him to get him in the news again, so that people will buy him." Who's buying that? Who's playing with a potato? I mean, I bet you the sales are huge in I- uh, Idaho. And now I'm spilling on myself And then the Dr. Seuss thing I mean I don't know Maybe that is real Maybe there are like some They said that some of them are like insensitive Racially I don't know I don't even know Honestly the books that they said that they're pulling I don't think I've even read any of them Like it's not It's not Cat in the Hat It's not Green Eggs and Ham The Grinch It's none of those It's all these like side books So I don't know Maybe there are insensitive things in there Here's the thing. With things like that, with things like, you know, Disney, obviously, you know, we know in Peter Pan, he straight up said they call him the Redskins. And like the the way they draw them is pretty uh I don't want to say ins like eh, it's, I guess you could say insensitive, you know? Like it's pretty. They make them all like big noses and shit like that. Like they're very You know what I'm talking about. The Peter Pan ones. And then you got like the Crows and Dumbo. Here's the thing. Here, Here's here's what I want to say about that. Things like that. And things from the past that were made. They're a product of the generation. Like you can. I guess you could correct them. You could take some of that stuff out. Because I get it. You know Nowadays. Maybe you don 't want people seeing that because it 's not it 's not how the world is today, but for people to get so outraged and like how could this be it 's like well, because it was a product of their time, Bill Burr had a great a great joke about it talking about like people are trying to cancel you know john wayne well john wayne's dead and gone, like why are we trying to cancel a guy who is a product of his time? He was born in he says like he was born in like 1890 or something like that of course he's or 1910 whatever I think 1910 yeah of course of course he's you know in views the world differently because the world he grew up in was different than the world we're in now so we can't like cancel the past the past is the past you if you cancel the past you can't learn from it you know what I mean so it just doesn't make sense to get so outraged about things that happened in the past. Because that's not how it is now. I don't know. It's funny. Like, I I'd never thought I'd bring up, like, race topics and things like that three weeks in a row or however many weeks. But it's just how it is. Like, that's just what's happening right now. It's, it's kind of, it's just getting a little bit too much. It's just like, how can we, how can we get more outrageous? Like, what can we cancel next? Let's just cancel fucking furniture. Let's stop wearing clothes since these are made in sweatshops around the world. Let's just, everybody throw your clothes out. Let's just be naked. Let's just go back to the way it was in fucking, you know, before the dinosaurs and shit. Let's, (laughs) let's, yeah, let's just stone let's just caveman it but hey no we can't do that because we're canceling the past we can't we can't go act like we live back then because there'll be something wrong with that too <laughs> you know there's always something wrong with everything no matter what you do because you know it's it's something like that you know it's the situations like this too nothing you can do is right you know if you say something insensitive whether it's racial, whether it's sexist, whether it's, you know, against anything. If you say something that's against anything, that offends somebody, and they'll call you out for it, they'll, which, you know, more than likely, rightfully so, they'll call you out for it and they'll say, you know, this and this, like, you're a bad person for that, like, don't do that, and like, just destroy you. And then you apologize, or you say, you know, you defend yourself, and then they turn it around and say, they turn it around and say, you know, oh, now, like, you, you can't take it back, like, or, or they'll, they'll make your apology into, like, something negative. You know what I mean? They'll say, oh, you're only saying that now because you got caught. Well, maybe they legitimately are sorry for what they did, and, like, you know, m- maybe everybody makes mistakes. I don't know. I I I should just shut up about the cancel culture stuff. It's probably getting old. I'm I'm tired of talking about it even. But it's just it's ridiculous. Like there's there's just a, it's it's you can't win. It's 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 a lose-lose situation no matter what. Cuz if you apologize for it, then you're you're wrong for that or and then you have your supporters even who are like, don't apologize. Like, why are you apologizing? I don't know. I just think it, there's, it's a lose-lose situation no matter what because everybody's going to find something to be upset about. Like, okay, here's an example. David Dobrik. Uh, I don't know if you know who David Dobrik is, but he's a, a YouTube vlogger, really, really famous. He just got called out for something that happened like three years ago where he wasn't even really involved in it. Like, he was – he filmed it like – Apparently, they pulled a prank on somebody where a guy kissed another guy, and it was a prank, and now the the guy who got kissed is claiming it was sexual assault. Now, David wasn't the one who kissed it, but David was the one who, you know, came out and he was the one who, who orchestrated it, but they're coming after him now for all this, and he... You know, he, he came out with all this evidence st- that, that defends himself saying, you know, here's a, here's an audio clip and a video of the guy consenting to doing the prank. They had already like premeditatively planned it. So it looked like a joke on the camera, but really behind the scenes, they had already planned it out. They had, you know, texts from this guy saying like, I'm down to do that again. And, like, one of his buddies came out and, like, defended him and, was, and put out a video and was like, hey, I'm just here to tell you what I know of the situation. Here's, what, here's my recount of the situation. Um, I know David to be a good guy. This and this, you know, just defending the guy. And David's defending himself. And then there's this huge outpour of people who are like, now you're victim shaming him you're victim shaming him even like he said that he felt uncomfortable, and now you're shaming him it's like no bitch he's defending himself because the fucking mob is gonna come crashing down on him and he's going to be out of a fucking job he's defending himself and his and they're coming after his friend like you're like how are you going to defend him? For After his actions or or David, why would you sick your friend on on the public and like why can 't you speak for yourself? Well, he did and and can his friend not defend him? I can tell you right now if one of my friends was in a situation like that, and I heartedly believed them and had and there was evidence to back it up dude i 'd be right here in front of you right now, defending them so why are you attacking a friend for defending? You know, his, his friend. It doesn't make any sense. So, like I said, it's just a lose-lose situation. You can't win with these people. It's fucking obnoxious, really. It's it's insane and it's obnoxious. There's just no end to it. And it's it's dumb, okay? That's all I'm going to say about it. It's dumb. Just, like, fighting for the sake of fighting. Just trying to be upset about something because for what? Like let's just all be upset for for what? <laughs> you know. God, let's move on. I'm over it. So, here's another th- here's another thing that happened to me a while back, just a couple weeks ago. It was it was right after the show, okay? It was right after we played the show. Uh we went to the Crystal afterwards to have a couple drinks and just enjoy, you know, celebrate the 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 show and and enjoy the night. And I was with a big group of people. And this guy was sitting right next to me. He was sitting at the table right next to me. He comes and sits down and I look at him, I recognize him. I go, "Hey, is your name Excuse me. Is your name Chaz?" He's like, "Yeah." Well, I I knew it was him. You know, I recognized him and it tur- so it turns out, well it doesn't turn out. So Chaz is a guy who used to work at, uh, this, he used to, uh, teach rather at this theater. And, and it was like a, it was a theater camp is what it was. And he used to act there. I think he still does acting and stuff like that. Real cool guy. And I used to go to that theater camp. Which is something I've never talked about on the show, honestly, and I, I bet that's something you didn't know about me. I used to act, I used to enjoy stage performance um and it just got me thinking about all my you know I, I was chatting with them for a while, and we just were you know talking about old stories, and it got me thinking about that time when you know at the time of my life when I was like actually doing stage performance now this was back um Let's see. Started in 5th grade? Yeah. So this all started in 5th grade because I was in a school play. It was like Theseus and the Minotaur and you know all these like mythology stories. And I was in we did like shorts. It was like five different shorts of different mythological stories. One was these I think the main story was Theseus and the Minotaur. In fact, if I remember right, the whole thing was Theseus and the Minotaur, and then throughout the um play, they would do snippets of other tales somehow they would like fold it in and i was uh I was in Pandora's box I was one of the people in that, and then I was also in another one I can't remember what it was, but it was a really fun, just like little school play, nothing high production or anything like that, just in the gymnasium. And the director of it, her name was Lisa Fox, and she worked at, Ven- uh, the place was Venture Theater at the time, it's now Nova Theater, and I don't know, I don't think she's still there, but she was, like, the director of Venture Theater, and that's who all this was done through. It was supposed to just be a little fun, I don't know, it was, I think it was to try and, like, get kids involved in the in the theater. And I was one of the people that, you know, I, I, am pretty sure everybody involved in it was, you know what? Oh my God, this is crazy. I'm, I'm going to have to call him after this because I'm al- almost positive pal was Theseus. Holy shit. I just realized that. I got to call him after this. Because me and Pal went to school together at the same elementary school. He was a grade ahead of me. He was either ahead of me. Yeah, I think he was a grade ahead of me. And I'm pretty sure he was fucking Theseus. Wow. That's crazy. I'm going to call him after this and find out. You know what? Let me try this. I'm going to call him right now. I've never done this on the show. I'm going to call Pal right now and we're going to find out. Um. Where the hell's See we're improvising baby We're flying by the seat of our pants Let me call this fucker This will be the third time he's on the podcast Come on answer baby Come on. Your call has. To- Damn it. Well, I'll keep the phone right here, and if he calls back, I'll answer it. <clears throat> that would've been funny though if he answered. <laughs> have him on here. Um, but yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'll figure out that either way. I'll call him after the show, and then I'll I'll get back to you guys on that. But anyway, so I, I, uh, got basically recruited into do, I think what they did was they had the play and then, um, let's see. And then they would just ask the kids, you know, just so you know, we do a summer camp and you guys can come and do that. And I was interested. So I ended up doing that for three summers. Okay. It must've been the summer after the fifth grade. So it must've been between fifth grade, sixth grade and seventh grade. That sounds exactly right that I did uh, the theater camp. Cause I remember doing it three years and it was about a month. If I'm not, yeah, it was a month's worth of camp, four weeks, maybe even more. And it was just, it was so cool. Okay. So here, here's what it was. Um, you'd show up in the morning. I'm pretty sure it was just like an eight to like nine, eight, eight or nine to three o'clock type of thing. Just like school and you'd go down to the venture theater and uh, it's so cr- it's so great like remembering all this stuff you'd get you'd uh, sign up for certain classes and then they would you know give you your list of classes that you'd take and if i i don't remember if they changed or i think you, i think you would have you know every day was a different like schedule and there was different teachers for or you know and they're acting coaches or acting teachers, and they would be in different classes, so there was like a dance class, there was a um improv class, there was a comedy class, a drama class um I don't remember exactly all of them I think there was you know stage combat things like that um but you had all these different classes that you could take. I think there was costume design or costume something. I don't remember them all. But it was a lot of it was it was really cool. And I think you could learn how to do directing and do learn how to do like stay just I don't know. I don't exactly remember all the classes, but you get the idea. And there's all these different rooms that you would uh go to to do these classes. And Chaz was one of the teachers. And and I can remember all these different teachers. You know, I, I can just picture them all now. And you would um. You'd learn these different skills, and then at the end of the day, there was like a two-hour block at the end of the day that you did what's called your showcase. And in the showcase, uh, that was basically like your your big project for the end of the of the camp. And you would uh, either the the person and each showcase. I don't remember how many people were in it. I think you'd have like 20 kids, maybe, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. And it was just randomly assigned. And you'd have your director who was a teacher, one of the teachers, every teacher directed a different showcase. And then the, um, either they would come up with a script, or they'd already have something in mind. I don't remember how that all went. But anyway, so the showcase, you would learn your, your play, basically. It was, it was like a short play. It was like a 5-10 to 10 minute play, or maybe even more. I don't remember. 10-15 minutes of a play. And then at the end of the camp, you would have one, we'd have one big performance where all the showcases, and I think there was like 6 showcases at the end would do their play. It was like a bunch of mini plays. And so yeah, every year we did that. And then we'd have a big dance number in between. I remember one year we did Footloose, one year we did grease, and so we would do like a musical number as a whole you know, the whole um school or the whole you know, the whole uh camp would do the musical number together. And we would learn that throughout the camp. And I remember we'd have Lunch and we'd go to frickin the The courthouse lawn every time we'd have lunch We'd all walk to the courthouse lawn Cause it's right downtown Just a fun time man Did the acting stuff I remember Chaz was my um, He did my showcase For the last uh, The last year I was there And it was the best one we did It was like a, a comedy murder mystery Type Type of uh, play just really fun. I don't even remember what I played in that. I think it was a cop. I don't I don't honestly remember what my role was. But it was good. It was a good time. And then also and then in the 8th grade, I was in the 8th grade play. Now, let me think. Did I do multiple plays in middle school? I don't think so. I think I did just the one. And uh my friend Eric, who's been on the show, he was in the in the play at school. And he's done some acting, too. He's done a, a few things as well, actually, at Venture. Not with me, but... So so this was the only time we did that together. And this was the best play I've ever been in. Like, I can't believe it. It was 8th grade, and it was, like, high production value. Honestly, the set design was really well done. And the play was called A Monster Ate My Homework. And I can't necessarily remember how the storyline went. But it was just, like, this bit... You know, the sto- the story was... Fuck, I can't remember, but it was basically set in like this big haunted mansion, and like all this stuff's going on. I think I think what the story was was the tale, like the play was the tale. Some kid was telling his teacher about how a monster ate his homework, and so then the you know it's kind of like it starts off with them in school, and then it like becomes the story that's being told, and then it goes back to the school to, to the reality. And it was just a fun play man and i in that one I played an Eskimo who was an undercover detective. that was my role i was <laughs> I was like an Eskimo who turned out to be a an undercover detective and I, I, I remember having like this North Dakotan accent it was it was pretty funny it was It was a good time though, like just being part of that and do, and just knowing the ins and outs of of theater I've considered getting back into it and doing. Doing some theater work again, just for the hell of it, just to, for fun. But man, I got so much shit on my plate already. I got the podcast, I got the band and stuff. So I think I'd preferred performing as as a musician, not a actor. I just thought that was cool that I ran into him, and then it just started making me think of all these all the stuff I have I did with theater, and I I, I remembered I never told any of that on here. So I figured it would today would be a, especially a good day to to bring up the. The theater work that I did so I really enjoyed that honestly it was a lot of fun uh let's see what else what else okay time for your guys's uh like motivation or lesson type segment this week and it's it's pretty it's it's relevant to a lot of people okay so here's the deal I got a buddy I won't say who it is who made a pretty hefty impulse buy this week okay he bought a car and here i'll just i'll just lay it out real quick how how this went down so my friend he has a a truck already that's paid for he has a another car that he's paying off and that's his like girlfriend's car or his his baby mama's car. They're still like kind of a thing, I think. I don't know. It's a weird situation. Anyway, the other one's her car. He's paying on that. While the other cars have like was having issues or something like that, it would require some money, like a a decent amount of money down or or to fix it. So instead he decides he's going to get a new car. Okay? And I asked him, I was like, what's your bottom line? You know, how much are you willing to spend? And he told me, he's like, you know, I think I'm willing to spend uh, 2000 down. And I don't want to go over 500 a month. I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. So I was like, I told him, stick to it, okay? Make sure you stick to that. Well, this cat doesn't necessarily have the best credit. So, and, and the car he wanted, he wanted a, a new Tacoma. Well, not a new Tacoma, but... He wanted like a newer truck, a newer like Tacoma. And then he was just going to let his lady have his old truck and he was going to have the new truck. That was his plan. Well, here's what, you know, like I say, doesn't have necessarily the best credit and they wouldn't finance him for that truck. So they said they could finance him for like a brand, brand new car, uh, Corolla. And he would have to put 3000 down and he'd have to put, you know, he'd be paying more than 500 bucks, And he did it. And it, and like, and then he was pissed off about it. He was like, man, I didn't even want this car. And I didn't even fucking, you know, he's like, I didn't even want this car. And fucking, I'm paying way more than I said I was gonna. And I was like, okay, then why did you do it? You know, if you said you were going to do it, or you said you weren't going to go over that amount, this isn't even a car you want, man. You're supposed to be happy when you buy a new car. He's all pissed off. I'm like, you should have come to like me and like ran it by me, or you should have just taken a day to think about it. That car wasn't going to get sold that day. You could have just, you know, went home and kind of ran the numbers through your head and made a conscious decision like okay it is worth it to buy it or it's not now I'm not saying he's not capable of paying it I'm not saying he you know didn't have the funds to do it I'm just saying he 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 shot first aimed second and you can't do that you know so that's that's lesson number one lesson number one is don't you know, think about the things you do before you pull the trigger. You know what I mean? Like think about not just financially, but in everything. If you're gonna say something, you know, I do this a lot. Here's something I do a lot. You know, I'll go to write a message if I'm pissed off, if I'm like real mad at somebody, or if I'm mad at you know something. I'll write it, I'll read it, and then I'll delete it. You know what I mean? You th- you gotta think about it before you impulsively react and I think that's partially what he did I think he just impulsively reacted I think part of him really just wanted something new he wanted a new vehicle and he was just kind of like fuck it I don't care what it is I don't care how much I got to spend I'm gonna do it And I don't think he really thought it through so that's really important I think we all need to really think through the the big decisions that we're planning on making you know what I mean so that's that's part of the lesson here is aim first then shoot, okay? Um here's another thing. I think partially he did this. Now this is just my opinion. I don't know this is a fact. This is just me assuming. I think partially he did it because he really wanted to make sure his lady had a you know had a running vehicle because the one that or or a, a vehicle that i don't remember what was wrong with the other one, but you know obviously something was wrong with it with the old vehicle and I think he wanted to make sure she had something that was reliable, so he did a lot of it because he's just out of the you know the, his kindness got the better of him and this sounds crazy, but believe it or not, there is a such thing as being Too kind. I know this guy. I know that he has a tendency to be too kind from time to time. He, you know, to, to, to the detriment of himself. And that's the thing. That's how you can be too kind. The way you can be too kind is if you... And it's hard to say that because... I don't think anybody can necessarily, you know, kindness is something that we all need to have. It's something that, you know, is hard to find a lot of the times, but I'm not willing to have somebody be so kind to me, at least to where it detriments themselves. And by that, I mean, you know, you're willing to spend, you're willing to give somebody so much, so many things or, or give them money and stuff to, to where you're broke. Now you can't feed yourself. Now you can't pay your bills. That's that's being too kind. Or, you know, somebody who if somebody loans you the your their vehicle at the expense of now they can't, you know, now they can't get around. You know, that's being too kind. There there are definitely ways to be too kind where it's a detriment to yourself and that's not good, okay? So here's lesson number 2. Do not, don't be too kind. And also another thing that can happen if you're too kind is you kind of become a punching bag. You know, people take advantage of you and you kind of become a doormat and that's not good either. You got to have some self-respect. You, you got to be kind at a level that you still maintain your self-respect. People still respect, <clears throat> sorry, people still respect you. They're not going to take advantage of you and you're not going to end up, you know, detrimenting yourself. Like that's that's not good either. So just keep those things in mind. That story really kind of reminded me of that and I thought I'd kind of express that with you. I'm sure this guy's going to be fine, you know. He'll he'll recover from this. He was a little pissed off. I think he made a a pretty impulsive decision that probably wasn't the best thing cuz you know, there's a lot of other things, a lot of other factors as to why it wasn't necessarily the best move based on the car he got and based on the payments he's having for that vehicle. There's just other uh, there was other options on the table that he didn't necess- necessarily put in his the forefront of his mind before pulling the trigger and signing those papers. So, think before you act. And don't be too kind to the point of detrimenting yourself. Those are those are my my two takeaways for or the two things that I think you should take away from this. Um, so yeah, let's see, let's see. We got a little bit more time here. How, how are we gonna end this baby off? So last night, I was I went out with some friends. We had a little party. Uh... Just a little party at somebody's house. Um, I met a lot of new people last night. It was a very fun time. And one of the guys, the, the host, one of the hosts of the party, he uh, went out and bought like 80 chicken nuggets from, from McDonald's and like a bunch of french fries. Like it was just late at night. And he's like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to buy everybody some McDonald's. And I got to tell you, man, every time. I eat a McDonald's chicken nugget. I get like PTSD flashbacks of when I used to work there. I worked there for two years. I used to close because it was when I was going to school. So, like, during school, I would work from like six to nine or six to ten, usually, just a short dinner shift. And then when summer came around, I was the closing guy. So I'd work from like 5 or 6 till, you know, whatever, close. It was 11 or midnight. I don't remember at the time. It was either 11 or midnight we'd close. But we wouldn't get out of there till an hour after that because, you know, we'd have to clean and do all of our, our night stuff. And I just started thinking about all my stories from McDonald's. And I want to share a couple of – crazy McDonald's stories, because as many, you know, I've, I haven't had that many jobs. McDonald's, Olive Garden, and Toyota. Like, those are my, my three big jobs that I held. I had McDonald's for two years, I had Olive Garden for five years, and I'm coming up on my fourth year at Toyota. And of all my job experience, the craziest stories I have are always from McDonald's. Um, I remember one time we... We were closed, and uh, I would typically I was always a I was mostly a service guy, so I'd either work the register or one of the windows. That's usually what I would end up doing. I worked in the kitchen every now and again, but usually I'd end up working one of those areas. And I was working the window this particular time. I, we used to have he, we you'd wear a headset so that when somebody rolls up on the window or on the on the little talk box, you can hear everything and you can communicate with the people in the restaurant as well. So it was like right at close. It was like midnight on the dot and some car rolls up and we had an audio, you know, a pre-recorded bot message that says, thank you for coming by. Sorry to tell you we're closed. Please come back tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And I swear. And this person was like, when she heard that audio recording, she was like, I want, like, I, it's not, fuck, it was, it, I think it might have been, like, 11.59, it wasn't quite midnight, but the thing still went off, so we were, like, eh, fuck it, we're closed on, a minute early tonight, and she's, like, it's still, like, a minute left before you close, I want chicken nuggets, and we were, like, Jesus, dude, and she, like, and then she rolled around to the window, which I had already locked, and she's all, like, banging on the window. She's banging on the front window. And I come up, I'm like, what? And she's like, open the window. And I'm like, I can't. Like, we're closed. Sorry. I'm just, like, waving my hands. Like, dude, we're closed. Sorry. And then, finally, my manager comes around and opens the window and is like, sorry, but we're closed. Sweet girl, too. And, she like, just a quiet, like, this manager was, like, quiet, really nice, kept herself kind of shy, almost. And the and this lady's like, I I I need my chicken nuggets and you fucking closed and blah blah. And she goes, sorry, but we're closed. She goes and she starts calling her like, you fucking bitch, you fucking slut. I can't believe this. And then this manager's like, we're fucking closed. And she slams the window, <laughs> which well, she never reacted like that. So that's one of my favorite stories. Man, we had the cops called to that place so many times because people you know bums would come in and pass out, or, you know, just whatever, we'd have, the, I can't remember how many times the cops got called to that place, I also got three, the only job I've ever had where I got three numbers from work, I was working the back window, and I, and on three separate occasions, I got phone numbers, now, here's the thing, all three of those phone numbers were from guys. So apparently I gave off a real gay vibe at McDonald's and I got three numbers from dudes. I remember one time I was working the back window and this car pulls up and this, this lady's driving I wasn't going to, I didn't want to judge, but I see her and she, and I'm just like, Oh, you kind of look like I'm just in my head. I'm like, she kind of looks slutty. You know, she looks kind of like a, like a, Stripper or something you know like that's That's a thought in my head And then she goes to pay with wadded up one dollar Bills that are damp And I'm like oh suspicion Confirmed and I'm like Under the register these go Ugh. Yeah there, People would come through the drive through naked Like people It's just insane like you don't know How many times that we got on the box Uh I'd like a soft shell taco <laughs> Oh, dude, this one time, this is a funny one, this one time I'm on the back, on the back one, and, uh, you know, to t- when somebody comes on the box, you hit the button and say, you know, thanks for coming to McDonald's, order whenever you're ready, and then you have to hit it again to turn it off. Well, these guys came through and I was like, you know, welcome to McDonald's, order whenever you're ready. And then I turned it off. And then they say, they say, uh, uh, yeah, just, just one moment, bro. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, just one moment, bro. And then I, I hit the button again and I go, alright, uh, take your time, order whenever you're ready. And I thought I hit the button again to turn it off, but I didn't. So what I said was, alright, uh, take your time, order whenever you're ready, bro. And they heard me say that, and I, I, uh, they, I just hear them start laughing, cause if if you have, you know, and so I was like, oh, sh you know, I hit the thing. I was like, I took my my thing off, and I'm like, oops, <laughs> I. Bug- they heard me say that, so I thought that was pretty funny. And then, okay, I'll, I'll, the, dude, I I got so many stories from McDonald's. I'm gonna have to fucking do a part two of this. But I'll end the I'll end these with this. One time, um, we were closing. Okay, and here's the thing. This is why the chicken nuggets reminded me of um of, always remind me of closing. So at night, when we'd close, we'd count all the waste, and then you know typically my closing man who the the gal who was typically my closing manager one that told the gal to fuck off. She would, we would count the waste and she would actually let us eat, you know, we could take whatever we wanted and then we'd throw the rest away, which makes so much sense. Why don't, why don't every place do that? You know, I've had, because I guess policy says you, you're not supposed to do that. Well, that's fucked. You're just throwing the food in the garbage. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. But technically the policy says you have to count the waste and trash it. Okay. But this manager would typically let us, you know... Have have some nuggets. I would typically take some nuggets or some pies or something like that. Just a little something just to eat while we're closing or take home. Well, one night I'm closing. It's a different manager and the supervisor. And they both go outside to smoke right before we're, you know, closed. And, you know, closing time comes, We, st- I, I start bagging up some cookies that are left over. I'm like, I'm going to take these home and eat them later. So I start bagging up some cookies. They walk in from from smoking, and they're like, "Uh, what are you doing? And I go, uh, just bagging these up, I'm going to take them home. She's like, no, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Like, that's against policy. I was like, "You guys just fucking left us alone. You just went outside to smoke, leaving us all in here by ourselves with no supervision. You're not supposed to do that either." And they're like, uh, "Throw them away." End of story. Like that's just how it's like. I'm the boss, and I fucking saw red. Like that was that was it for me. I was just so fucking pissed. Like just the way they they said that to me. I threw I threw the Cookies in the garbage. I started breaking down all my stuff. And you had to take a lot of stuff back to the wash. Dude, I was throwing things. Like, literally throwing pans. And throwing just, like... Not breakable stuff. But I'm just, like, throwing stuff into the dish pit. Pissed off. I can't believe I didn't get fired that night. Because of how, like, just ridiculous I was acting. But I was pissed. And I was letting them know, hey. That was, you know, don't fucking... Talk to me like that, I'ma throw shit. <laughs> and that's what I did, so. Oh god. I dude, I got so many McDonald's stories. Like I they're all just coming to me now. But I'll have to do a part two of the McDonald's stories for you guys. Well, we did it. We fucking I had zero plans for this episode. And we made it work, guys. Improvise. Um Just the way you got to do it sometimes. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Remember, don't be too kind. Be kind, but don't be too kind. Um, Fucking make sure you don't be impulsive. Think about what you're going to do before you act on them or before you react on them. And get HBO Max. Watch WandaVision. Thank you guys for watching. I really do appreciate it. As always, thank you if you're a returning viewer, if you're a new viewer. Thank you very much for, for joining this week. And um, please make sure to like, share, subscribe, whatever we got to do to get those numbers up because I want to get those good guests on. I want to get those bigger, bigger name guests on. It's going to be awesome if we can do that. So I really would appreciate it. And as always, remember guys... Life's the Garden. Dig it.